If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to episode three of the Roman Atwood podcast today. My beautiful wife, Brittany. Hi, guys. Country's here in the house. And one of my best friends, Matt. From Texas. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, nothing. I'm glad to be here. I'm really pumped to be here. On this, I'm your first real guest. Your dad is like family. That doesn't count. It doesn't like, count. Yeah, come on. You guys okay. are brothers, though. So like does that. it count? So, so I'm family also. All right. You're kind cool. of family now, that's bro. Yeah. You're kind of family. There we go. So technically, we haven't had our first guest then. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on. Um, what's up? Welcome to Ohio. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it, we're not in Texas anymore. Yeah, there's a lot of rain and uh, clouds, but it's good. Um, yeah, it's typical Ohio. You guys have heard me complain about Ohio for many years. The Ohio, uh, the Ohio weather's just... It was funny. It was like sunny and beautiful the entire plane ride. I was just looking out the window and like there's some clouds in the sky, but it was sunny and I hit like Columbus and it's just like... Just Dark and rainy. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it didn't rain a long. A lot of depression meds here. We, we, <laughs> we, a lot of vitamin D supplements yeah. are needed. Country. Yes. Wake up. I'm here. Let's I'm go. Here. I'm here. I'm just... Do you I'm know who happy. this is? Of course I know who this is. Do you is. know who this guy is? Country and I go way back. You do go way back. We'll do you remember back. how we met? Yeah, I do. Was you want me to tell a story? Do you have the story? Oh, yeah. So this. Well, are you talking about the, when we met like in person for the first time? Or did when we all four met for the so first the time? Or? Swinger part? Nobody's going to believe that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, good. You tell that one. <laughs> uh, no, what do you remember? Uh, so Country and I were swinging. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So the first time Roman and I met, I can't remember... Which one of us? I think Alex put me in touch. Alex Mandel put me in touch with you. And so we started talking. You had a show in San Antonio, which is right outside of where I live. Mm. And so you were like, come to my show. And so my wife and I went to your show and I was blown away because there were all these kids going bananas. They're just like, Rah! like it's hurting my ears. These kids <laughs> are screaming so much at the Roman vs. Fusi show. Yeah. And so we hung out. I, I didn't meet you until after the show. So we hung out, we wait. We go out and hang out with you, and, and that's where I first meet you. I remember you, I was sitting in your VIP section because mm. you had those like, people go after the show who got to meet you. So I was just sitting there to wait. Meet you were you just one of the VIP. Yeah, I was one because <laughs> we were going to go hang out. I didn't actually know. I didn't know if we were going to hang out or if I was just going to like shake your hand and say, nice to meet you and leave. So, But you were like, yeah, just wait over there or something. And so you looked at me, you're like, hey, what's up, Matt? You did your peace sign thing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, that might be all we get because Roman's, Roman's a big deal. You know, he you, might just, you might be like, peace, hey, it's good to meet you. Bye. And then Roman took me out to a nice steak dinner. To this day, yes, country. He's yes. drooling around. Right? To this day, we talked. Oh, he wasn't there. I wasn't you there. You would have loved it. To this day, we still talk. That's the best steak yeah. we've ever had. Hands yeah. down. And we ate it at like 1130 at night or something. It was late. So the, cool, the other cool part of that story is those kids in that audience now are full-grown adults. That is crazy, yeah. And they may be listening to this pod podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is wild. Yeah. Keep making me feel old, please. How, how do you Love think that it. makes me feel? And Matt. It's the same. It's the same age. It's the same time period. And and the beard is actually looks great. I know on camera it looks great, but it's not. Yeah, it's a nice. The, it's the lighting. Dark. There's like some. There's some lighting in here that makes it look gray, but it's actually a thick, dark, dark beard. Isn't it crazy? Like um, I used to be able to just for the vlogs, especially I, if I shaved the side of my head, it would hide the grays. Yeah. But now. No. And why do grays outrun the brown hair? Yeah. Like they're longer. They're longer and they grow faster. Yeah. So now even when I shave, I'm still gray. There's no hiding it, no. man. 
it's just yeah, ages. I could get like a clean cut haircut and like look young again. Now it's like, yeah, he's definitely like, he's past 35 now. Time's just it's not clear. waiting. Yep. Time's not waiting. Now I'm my nobody. nutritionist would argue that it's all diet related is gray hair. What? Yeah. What do I gotta well, do? Let me know. What I do think, I gotta like, do? White hair is different, but like gray hair is like diet related. Mine are white. What's the, I don't, I don't think <laughs> is it white hair, gray hair? No. News to me. It's definitely, it's definitely like not that you have gray hair. Right? Yeah, you don't have gray hair. I'm just I don't. I don't have gray hair. I feel like there's a there's a difference. I, m- I like remember you see older people with like a dark gray or like a white. Man, I remember I remember being at the rope factory on lunch break and my buddy Brian being like, "Dude, you have a gray hair." I was like 26. Yeah, I had like a gray hair. I I went gray early. I had gray hair in high school. I had like three gray hairs, and I was like, "That's crazy." And they've just been multiplying since. Jeez Louise, yeah. man. This is a welcome to getting old episode. Better gray. Roman and Matt. I mean, at least we still got hair. A lot of, lot of uh, listeners and viewers have, have watched us for many years. We're yeah. not new to the YouTube world. We're, we are kind of been here. The OGs. The, 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 the done that YouTubers. We've the been there, been. done that. Um, and I'll be honest, I heard David Dobrik say it really well. And when he said it, it hit me so hard. He was starting his podcast mm-hmm. and he was talking about why he's not vlogging anymore. And I, I'm in a mental place where vlogs are very, I've done it. Yeah. And he said, I've done it. What else is there to do? Yeah. It's like, you can't keep one-upping yourself well, and, and stay mentally sane. And David was at the top, you know? Yes. Just like Casey Neistat was at the top yeah. and did it. You were at the top and did it, you know? So I think it is probably like, yeah. So the truth is it. we did it yeah. and we did it well. We did mm-hmm. it very successfully. We marked our name into that space. And this podcast is like that new outlet. It's the new wave. Where we get to. Wave. But it's Next also time. like a growing point. Yeah. You know, it's like the next chapter for real. Well, I think to get to that level, you have to be someone who likes a challenge, who wants to put in the work and all that stuff. And then once you got to that level, now it's not a challenge anymore. It's not work anymore. And so your brain starts going like, What's the next challenge? And the next challenge for you is podcast. Building like, a show. Yeah, let's let's do let's do the next level. It's also a new fun way to bring friends over. Yeah. Right? Because I wouldn't call you and be like, hey, let's make a vlog. Yeah. We'd be like, eh, done it. Yeah. <laughs> but podcast is like, oh, this is brand new. This is Yeah, I mean, literally cool. five years ago, you were like, Hey, we're going to go up to Michigan to blow up some tannerite. Yeah. And I came up here for that. And if you said that Yesterday, I wouldn't. I'd be like, eh. I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna take you know a few days to go blow up Tannerite in Michigan. Like, yeah, it's not important that. anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, it's kind of weird how kinda, that's changed. But back then, I was like, oh, that's awesome. But it was also so important. Yeah, like we were growing and we were yeah chasing subs and building each other's channels and it was a fun time. Wow, what a fun ride. Sub country, what's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just reminiscing about that steak while you got. <laughs> I'm just like, man. somebody get him a steak. Yeah, so we can. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got your steak guy here. Is he we, here? We, steak guy's not here. Oh man, no. we had we brought pancakes this morning. Britt Brit was like, yesterday she she was talking to the trainer. She's like, I'm eating eggs and bone broth for the next three days. I made it one day. I had French this toast morning, this she's morning. like, "This French toast is amazing." <laughs> Does your audience know about y'all's <gasps> diet lately? Yeah, we we listen. Hardcore. Listen, say yeah. it, country. Say it for me. Listen, <laughs> I feel like I'm a healthy dude, and then I'm around y'all, and I feel like a slob. The problem is, is health is a yes. rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. Yes. You take it to the level you want to take it, where you're comfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, and where you feel you happy. Can go infinitely healthier. 
it goes crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It goes so insane. Like every aspect of it is like, wait a minute. Yeah. Everything from like, now my AirPods causes radiation, right? I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. Don't, your brain. don't take my AirPods from me. And then it's like, well, you can't drink water out of plastic. It's bad for you, the plastic part. Well, there's right plastic found in blood now. Oh, yeah. Like, Let me remove this. So, so basically, <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. It's like, I think if you feel good and you're doing, like you said, you, you're a healthy guy. You feel good. Not compared to these guys. I don't know, man. It's not going to save me from getting smacked by a car tomorrow. Or, oh, my gosh. You know, like, <laughs> we're just buying time. We're just buying time. I found a healthy point where I find my most energy and happiness. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to be the rabbit hole guy because I have friends like you come over like, dude, what happened to you, bro? But Where's I'm the in the rabbit hole dragging you down. Yeah, right. She really is. What she happened really is. to, I'm like looking, I'm like, dude, it's got abs now. Like I'm what? Trying I'm, hard, I'm proud bro. of what happened. You look great. I'm trying hard, dude. Yeah. But like, also like when 40 arms, I was last night, come on, we, talk to we me. were sitting, <laughs> we were sitting in their living room, just us two and their kids. And Roman leaned over and I was like, Oh, damn, that's a good looking arm. Nice, like, Rome, you got some muscle. This is why I started the podcast, just to have friends hype me up. Because yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't say that to me on a couch. No, I didn't. You're last like, night, Roman, I, I looked at it last night. I said nothing. <laughs> is that when you went to bed? You're like, I got to go. Is that Big Daddy? Is where he's like, they're not scrawny. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> How's Texas, man? You're Texas building an good. empire. I'm trying. I'm watching you, your abandoned mansion. Listen, I've watched you do this from the start. Yep. But recently I went to your channel and I, I revisited and I'm mind blown That's by good. this story. Yeah. I, I mean, it really set me back how, I forgot just how abandoned. That house, yeah, house people was. have forgotten. Now that they see what it looks like now, they're like, oh, he's, he's got a big house. And like, no one goes back two years ago and looks at like, oh man, that was bad. This is one of the most incredible, I've been to your home, yep. I've stayed in your home, so I have a firsthand experience of the beauty and you saw it when it was a shell of a house too, right? Did you come up there? Yeah, we yeah. saw it was still being built. Yeah. But to see, to go back, yeah, to see where you started, first of all, I need to know what, I would look at that place. Yeah. I would never be able to say this could be a home. So everyone looked at it and didn't want to make it a home. It sat on the market for two years and no one wanted to buy it because they knew like, it, it doesn't make sense it to doesn't. fix this house up. Like it was, it was a little too far gone. And honestly, if I was not filming it, the financially sane thing would have been to bulldoze it and start over. But because I could film the process and fund it that way, it like we got to actually renovate that house, which was cool. Like we got to save half of the boards that were there, pick away all the rotten boards and replace them with new boards and it was fun. This transform it's 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 TV quality. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is I, I don't know if I'd say that. Dude, it's, the story's TV quality. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just, <laughs> maybe just from being there, yeah. staying there, and then just going back and looking at your first videos. I'm like, yeah, unreal, dude. I, I saw that house. I, I had seen it for a while, and just thought, like, man, this is crazy. But it was like way too expensive. And then finally, they dropped the price by like a third, wow. the asking price. And I was like, they were just like, we need to get rid of it. And I went and looked. And it was like just the price of the land, basically. The house was worthless. A and third so, of the house was standing. Yeah. <laughs> so they dropped the price of the whole thing like by a third. I went in and offered like half of that. And then we finally met in the middle. And well, I just thought like, this is cool. I like that kind of stuff. I think it's really yeah. fun. And it's a way that I, I know I can figure out a way to make it work. Like yeah. I can put the effort in. And we were going to flip it at first. We were trying to sell it, make money. 
then we fell in love with it and mm-hmm. then we moved in but yeah it's like the i wasn't sure the audience would like it i was well, like they love it i was like maybe we're gonna make a big mistake but whatever we're just buying it for the price of the land worst case we you know put some money into it audience hates it we sell it for a little bit more money or break even or whatever yeah but the audience went crazy yeah every video is getting over a million views in a few days like your was, biggest videos yeah it's yeah. a great example of uh doing scary things Oh yeah, um, it was it was bigger than me. It was bigger than people thought I could do. It was bigger than a YouTuber had done with a house project. Yeah. And it was scary, it was actually scary for us. So we had a lot on the line and people wanna come for that. That's an interesting story. People are like, I don't know if Matt's gonna make it. Yeah. I'm gonna tune in to find out. Probably you know? more than likely, I wanna see him fail. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you ended up, exactly. the home is beautiful. We wanna see Matt tuck his tail and run. But yeah, we, we made it work and now we live there and the internet was like, good job. Like it, yeah. was, it was super fun. Dude. And so I'm actually working on the next thing. Yeah, next I was gonna say, thing. what is the next abandoned journey? So I've been, I've been kicking around this idea on the channel of a ghost town. Okay. Because there's ghost towns in Texas. How about an abandoned Wait, prank channel? Wait, what's a ghost town? Like a whole town that's shut It's down? like, you know, like a mining town or an oil town or something. You say prank channel. <laughs> do you, do you want to restore an abandoned prank channel? Yeah, let's go. Can you dust <laughs> that off? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like a town that used to, there used to be some draw to that area, but without the, the coal mine or whatever that's not there anymore, there's no reason for people to live there, so they leave. No, the, pr- no production. Yeah, the, the town is worthless and you can buy them for cheap sometimes. So you buy a town, it's abandoned. And then you turn into like a theme park or you, you, some destination basically. People visit, they stay, yeah. they... Yeah, you, you, you have a hotel, you've got a bar, you've got a restaurant, you know, like make it maybe like that country western kind of okay. town, like themed, a demolition ranch town. I don't know. I'm, I've been yeah, searching. Yeah, sounds crazy. It'll we could put fun. a small more resort on that property. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. We could recreate your old house backyard oh, back there. We'll put a blob and like a pond. A studio and version. Yeah. Where people can go and they can swim in the mock Roman Atwood pond house. in the uh, demolition town. Maybe they get married there. It could be a wedding. Yeah, resort. a wedding venue. Uh, yeah. That's such a good idea. I mean, I have people hit me up all the time asking if they can do their bachelor parties or their weddings at Demolition Ranch. Dang. These are some rednecks who watch my show. Yeah. They would be, these redneck girls would be down for that. That would be cool, man. If I, if, if I was a diehard fan and I had that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like what? Yeah, like bachelor parties in the ghost town would be really fun. Yeah. Listen, guys, he didn't let me and Britt do it, so good luck. Let's go. I asked him. Yeah, he tried to get us married at... Ranch, can we please like, eh. come to texas no nah, they just couldn't afford it couldn't afford it <laughs> nah. i had Hawaii the daisy dukes cheaper. and everything dude <laughs> so country you ever been to texas like to visit like to spend time in texas yes what do you think of texas i like texas it's a good place i like texas people are very friendly people are um, awesome in texas. i'm, I'm mm-hmm. telling everybody's saying hello to each other um i'm sure they do know, that here too no, right? Oh, I was friendly. He's in the city, though. He's like, in the I'm, city. I'm a city guy, oh, yeah. man. You I think know, it's, I think it's I'm just from city New versus York. country. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I go to New York. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's every person for themselves, yeah. man. Survival. You know, even the rats on the sewage rats <laughs> on the corner are like, what you looking at, boy? <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> you know, you're just walking. But um, nah, te- I, like, I like Texas a lot. Yeah, we should. We should uh, I'd like to take to go down and do a real Texas, Texas experience where we full cowboy out and we do the horses and we do the... I want to ride a bull. Okay, we can make that happen. Um, Everybody but, hear but that? Just I make sure this audio is working. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy in Texas. We can put you on a bronc or a bull, whatever you want. 
I mean, but let's start me Wait, off with like a little baby just, bowl. Just, just like just like Roman did. He started in Britney. They started me off with a baby, like you know, bike. Yeah, start we'll get you a baby, baby bike. We'll get you like a like an eight month old bull, like one that's it's still four hundred pounds, but yeah. like, but it's not. This yes, country's no lightweight. Yeah, I ain't no You'd be putting a hurting on that bull. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> I had to give this guy a piggyback ride at his wedding. Jumped on my back. Yep. <laughs> you had to go to the chiropractor three times that way. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> crooked after that. Make sure you get a good bowl. What you weigh? I weigh right now about 246 to like boy. 250. Yeah, he's dense. He's solid, man. Yep. When I hug him, I hug him every day, man. It's like, that's a rock. <laughs> solid. There's nothing, ain't nothing hanging. It's like a meatball, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Country style meatball. What do you mean there's nothing hanging? There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I, luckily for my height, I'm uh, well. I'm able I, to hug him properly. I got a question for you guys. All right. You guys have traveled the world, or all three of you guys have traveled the world and done many collaborations with many um, people. What is your favorite place to go to? Like, what is the go-to spot? If it's, if it's not in your backyard, where's, like, what you fell in love with? Hmm. Feel like you guys have gone way more places than I have, but I like going to Spanish-speaking countries because mm. I kind of speak Spanish. I'm about fifty percent fluent, and usually we go to beach places, and it's just so fun. We just yeah. sit out there, you know. We sit on the beach and hang out, and I like going to the places where it's not as touristy, mm -hmm. and so like you can't speak English, you have to try to speak Spanish. That's that's kind of my happy place. Challenge, little challenge, yeah, yeah cool. for sure. That's really cool. I know, so, I, I know, I fell in love with. Uh, I don't know if it's a kid or what, but I just fell in love with tropical areas. Yeah. Just the beauty. We can't have palm trees here. Yeah. So when I see palm trees, I'm I'm in love. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my that's my fetish, dude. Anywhere warm. Yeah, I love tropical plants and you just clear water. Like the opposite of Ohio. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> it's, it's polar opposite. We had a palm tree in my backyard by our pool. Roman loved it. My wife hates it because she's like, <laughs> we live in central Texas. Like there are not naturally palm trees here, but they do grow there because yeah. the weather's right. But so she just hates it because it, it feels out of place to her and she wants to cut it down. And Roman's like, I love that palm tree. She's like, I hate that palm it's tree. It's funny. Yeah, it's gotta be because I just can't have it. Yeah. Yeah, can't have it here. So they just won't grow here. It's just too wet, I guess. You, you have to dig them up in the sun uh, when summer Oh, ends. they'll like freeze. Yes. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's a tough one, man. Tough one. But yeah, uh, we fell in love with Aruba, mm -hmm. small island. That's probably amazing Aruba, people. Saint Lucia. All the people there islands. were so incredible. It's a dumb question. They speak English there. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Very nice island and nice people, and uh, yeah, those type of environments. How about you? Yeah, what about you? You like the islands too, Coconut Joe? Yeah, you know, uh, I do like the islands. I mean, my favorite place to visit is like McDonald's, Burger King. <laughs> Wendy's, they're but, all but over. like they on an island, over. like but on like an island. McDonald's on an island. Yeah. No, but um, they dropped the McRib, yeah. dude. You think it's it's New Yo. Year's? <laughs> Yo, man, I been a couple of times. I've been disappointed. I told Roman, like, dude, I don't want to come visit you. They they took the McRib off the menu. <laughs> it's not worth I need, it. I need two days of, of just <laughs> right. like processing this. No, I think my favorite place like to visit, and I want to say this, like, and this is. And I, I'm going to go back. Dubai was shocking to me yeah. mm -hmm. when I went with Dubai. With I've never been. Brit it looks like a wild place. I am. Like, it's another level. It's, it's like, another level. Yeah, it's like, it's like a different world. It's, yeah, it's, it, I, I, 
It's like yeah. Vegas. I can't explain it. I can't explain it's it. It's like bigger money Vegas. Yeah. Like that's hard Fancier. to imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's a very high end feel that just has everything for adults. Like it's a wild place. Mm-hmm. Big money. Big Warm. money. Lambos everywhere. It's just big money everywhere. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, you're right. That's a wild, cool place to go. Yeah. That had to be my favorite place. I loved Egypt. One of my favorite places I've ever been. Oh man. Like that's a place that if you knocked me out and you woke me up and you said, hey, we're on a different planet, yep. be the first place I'm like, maybe we are. Well, the pyramids <laughs> are kind of different, right? That, yeah. We don't see anything like but that. But just the here. city of Cairo is... is you don't have pyramids in Ohio? No. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So travels was just amazing. Yep. It's so cool to see the world. The world is amazing. It doesn't get enough credit. The world is awesome. I do love Texas. <laughs> I still want a house in Texas. Yeah, that's why this. That's, that's why I originally thing. came up We're with the topic. We're getting a house in Texas. Every time yeah. we go, I wake up every morning, and she's on Zillow looking up houses in that area. Yeah. Let me she's, tell. Let me tell these guys something about y'all. Well, some about people in general. We had we have YouTube guests come down all the time, come visit, make some content, and the first time they come, they make a joke about moving to Texas. Yeah. They just say like. Yeah, we're moving here. Ha, 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 ha. Make it and a it's, thumbnail. It's all a joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Make a thumbnail like you guys did. Um, and then the second time they come down, they're like, huh, man, we really should move here. And they kind of like say it like that. And they're like, oh, I'll just look and see what prices are. And they kind of look at some houses. Nonchalant. You know, they're just browsing. And the third time they come, they're like, we actually kind of want to move here now. <laughs> and then the fourth time they just move. So you guys are, I think, about on number four. Four yeah. or five. Four or five trips. Like I've, I had like... Four or five YouTube friends who have all moved to Central Texas because, and they all started by joking about it, just making a total joke. That's crazy. Yeah. I believe it. Nope. It's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how well I do in the summers. It is blitzing. It's rough. Blitzing hot. It's rough. It's like it was 100 degrees the other day, and it's not even middle of summer yet. Yeah. Wow. You yeah, just come different. home here where it's nice yeah, in the yeah. summer. Yeah, go there in the winter. Yeah. That's the realistic talk is like maybe a, a winter home That's what in Texas. Mayor's like, we need to buy a house in Pennsylvania that we can go stay for you know three months in the middle of summer, get away from some of that heat. Yeah. That's and here's sweet. the other side of things. Um, whole nother topic. We have merged our companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have taken Smilemore. You guys know this by now. We have moved Smilemore to Bunker Branding which is in Texas. Yes. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Super exciting. Get it up, get up, guys, get up. All right. Go, let's go, let's no, go. No, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and when I'm in Texas now, yep. the productivity to be able to work at Bunker, produce for Bunker, is is way higher than here in Ohio. Yeah. When I'm back in Ohio, I'm, I'm trying to do YouTube or start a podcast. Or um, when I'm in Texas, it's like, Man, I could I could implement all these things because I'm here. I told you he's on step number three right so, now. So basically, where he's like thinking this actually might work. Having a home uh, in Texas is starting to make more sense. Mm, interesting, because I now have official business. Yeah, for sure. So do you want our address? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I might have already have a vehicle there if if the if the giveaway winner chose. That's By true. the time this podcast goes up, we have a winner. Yeah, that is true. We will have a winner. Um, so I'll know, I'll know soon if I if we're keeping that truck, and that'll be my Texas, which will be hilarious because that is. How are the kids gonna fit in there? They got a well, truck like, bed. Yeah, they're allowed in Texas mm. to just jump in the back. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a hilarious truck if if like you end up keeping that truck. Yeah, because the person chooses the money over the truck, 
That would be so funny to leave that at your Texas house and drive that thing around. How many times can we send that back and forth? It's in Ohio now. Yeah. The truck's in Ohio. I think whenever we travel to each other, we just have to drive the truck. We just... Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's that rough. How far is that? I'm going to see. That's how, a long trip. How long... Oh, I turned my phone off so no one could call me. <laughs> Dang it. I got you. I'm the irresponsible yeah. one. I want to see. Type, type in C- Central Texas, Bernie. Let's see how long it takes. Because I bet you that... And that's in a normal car that, you know, drives 80. Right. Like, this truck drives 60. Rough. Maybe. And it's Maybe. bouncy and rough. no air conditioner. That's right. You got a... 20 hours? Fi- 15, 15 and a half. In a normal vehicle. In a normal vehicle that you're cruising 70, 80. So you'd be I tw- would say it's... You'd be at 20 hours. 20, 20 or more. And with um, breakdowns, you're talking like... Yeah, <laughs> assuming it's efficient and doesn't break down. Maybe one day we will do that road trip because we've talked about it. It would be epic. We've, we've talked about doing a, a, a taco train. Yeah. All everybody we know with... Old Toyota trucks. What if we get a taco train? A taco is that, train. That's what it's called. That's taco. what we call it. It's brand new. What? <laughs> what if we get people in the audience who have Toyotas too? Absolutely. And we actually make like a caravan of just like fifty Toyota from pickups. Columbus to Texas or vice versa. Dude, yeah, that would be cool. hilarious. Twenty-hour road trip. People be so. Those people who have those trucks are so proud too. Like they'd be, yeah. they'd be so pumped to be like. I'm in the taco train. Yeah, dude, that'd yeah. be fun. That'd be cool. And it'd be yeah. such yeah. great content. And they'd all break down. By the <laughs> end, it's just one truck pulling <laughs> all of them. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah it's a taco t- train because when one breaks down, you strap your truck to another truck. So okay. now we've created a, a train. A train. We should probably have an F-350 in the front pulling We're going to need a yeah. real truck in the front. <laughs> we need someone a with a trailer. A real truck? A real powerful truck. Cool. Yeah, the trucks are not very powerful. We'll just hire one of those 18-wheelers with like the you know, 12 car hauler trailers yeah. just to drive along with us, just to pick up the guys who can't make that it. That is true. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be good. Which could be us right out For the gate. For sure. It could be me Sorry, an hour guys. out of town. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so you guys got to finish on your own. Roman and I are heading home because our- I do like the died. idea though. That, that would could be, be our first be event, cool. dude. The taco, the taco travel train. Dude, we could just pick up people along the way too. Like you don't have to come down to Texas to start it. You can get, you know- Hit us in Nebraska or wherever. You have a, like a live feed of where you guys are at. You know, you know when the president travels uh, or the trucker rally traveled. Yeah, the overpasses were full of people just mm-hmm. cheering with them flags on. and cheering rooting. Them on. We could have the taco train route live. Right? That'd be really cool. And no mufflers requirement. <laughs> you have to cut off your muffler, so we're all just going <laughs> at sixty miles an hour. It's great for audio, dude. Yeah, <laughs> our ears would be done. Uh, yeah, I like that. So, um, honored to be part of Bunker. Mm-hmm. We're excited. I think the kickoff was great. Yeah. An incredible start to the partnership. And uh, we've given away the truck at this point, which is weird because we have it on this podcast. Right. Yeah. I wish we had the, the winner. Um, yeah, somebody's we still have 10 days. 10 days. Yeah. And this is going to come out like right after that. Yeah, right after. Like right after. So, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's irrelevant. What's your guys' bet on what they take? Truck or money? I, I think people are going to take the cash. Yeah. People need cash right now. I think if someone is set up where they have, they already have a really nice truck and this would just be their toy, yeah. I think they'll pick the Toyota. But if someone's like, you know, struggling and they have the option to get this old beat up truck or the money, they're going to be like, I think I'll take that money and buy a car that's going to be reliable. Mm, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just some, you know, 
young couple, his wife's going to be like, no, you can't keep that dumb truck in the driveway. <laughs> like a high school kid? Yeah. Or his mom. Yeah, his mom's going to be like, no, you can't put that in my driveway. It's going to leak on the asphalt. Hey, my, my brand new car leaks. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, she got a winner. Um, so I want to bring, I want to try to inspire some people on this uh, podcast moving forward. Um, kind of part of each episode, I want to lift people up. I want to, we, we both have businesses. Countries had a security business. Brittany's uh, has built multiple businesses with me. I want to talk about balancing business and family a little bit. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people that, well, I want to build my company before I have a family. I want to travel the world before I have a family. Um, I want to talk about, because we've done it all with family. Sure. And I think it's inspiring for people that might be discouraged about having a kid right now or wanting to get married, but they're scared that their business isn't taking off yet. Yeah. Um, I, I, want, I want to give that experience because we've both created success with family. One of my friends in vet school, he had a kid before I did. And I was talking to him about not sure if I was ready to have a kid yet. I was married at this time. We've been married for like a year. And he was like, man, you should, you should have a kid. They, they had just had a baby, they had like a one-year-old baby. And I was like, man, I just, I don't know. Like, I think we're going to wait till we have more time and we got more money and that kind of thing. Cause we were broken at no time. I was still in vet school. And he goes, Matt, there's never going to be a time where you're like, man, I have so much free time and so much extra money. We should have a kid. And I was like, I guess that's true. Like, you're never just gonna be like, gosh, what am I gonna do with all this time and money? Like that just doesn't happen. It is true. He's like, you just got to do it and you'll figure it out which we ended up not because of him necessarily, but we ended up deciding that we were ready-ish and we were going to go for it. And yeah, I tell all my friends that who are thinking like, when should we have a kid? It's like, man, you just got to go for it. You'll figure it out. And then, and then how much, my viewers have heard me say this, how much does having that kid push you? So much. Right? Becomes so much. So much more motivation. I, I worked so much harder when I had a kid because I was like, man, this, this one-year-old baby is going to be in college in 17 years. And I got to figure out my life before that. Like, I got to get all, the, all my business worked out. I got to save up money for this college. And I, I think if I didn't have that kid, I would have been like, you know what I need? I need a nice new truck, you know, or whatever. But <laughs> right? since I had a kid, I was like, I'm going to keep driving that old truck and keep putting money away. It's time, and, to, time to go yeah, time. And I got to figure out how to make this business work. So, yeah, I worked way harder when I had a family to provide for, for sure. It's a different level of motivation that I've never had. Yeah. It, it, it's, I remember when Noah was born and I was working in the factory, uh, you know, that check to check life that we all start with. Um, when he was born, it was like a real kick from behind yeah. that you can't get without that experience. No, you can't get it. it it's something that becomes part of being it's the provider. Yeah, the, the the dad of the family. You're like, this is on me. Like yeah. I'm 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 the boss here. And if this if we don't make ends meet, that's the boss's fault. Yeah. And mm -hmm. your life the your mom, life the mom's the boss too. For sure. <laughs> your, your life doesn't just fall apart, but your kid. Yeah. And that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Country, you've had to bow first of all, do we have a baby yet? <laughs> I'm telling you This, this, this man is, might need some advice. Yes. Uh, this man might need <laughs> some no, advice. we we're we're still trying. And um I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. But <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh oh, are you um, sleeping on the couch no, again? No, 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 no. I'm not sleeping on the couch. No, not until um, he says this. So she's a day late. 
Uh oh. And, and 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 I'm like, is that normal? She for her is not, but like, I'm hoping. And I think you know, and we've been praying a lot about this. And she, she's my my wife dying to have a chef family. I, you know, you 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 know what it is. It's like, you, hey, I think it's gonna happen when it happens. Yeah. And and, but man, like she's she wants to have a family. She yeah. wants to have like our child. You know, we have. She's, you know, I don't know if you know, but I have I have two boys. Mm-hmm. I have you, you, my son JJ. Yeah, I knew you and, had, I knew you had him. And um, so a lot of people, my my, my son's old, uh, older brother, his name is Marquise. He's not he's not my child, but when I took on the responsibility to be in my son's mother's life, I took on the responsibility of being his father. Sure. And to this day, then you know I'm still the father figure in his life. So he, you know, that's my son. You yeah, know, I love I love him, and he's an amazing kid. Just graduated from college. And um, but um, but those are my two boys. And with her, she's like all the time telling me, "I can't wait to have a girl because as much as you spoil the two boys, you're gonna." Oh yeah. Them. Now oh. let me say this. Let Especially me say you're older this. now. Talk you're really gonna girl. spoil. <laughs> He's he was so you, 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 your life. I think changed a little bit when you had the girl because it's a different it's a different experience with mm-hmm. a child. And I tell you this, man. I am. Your daughter looks at me. I just like you. You got it. What you need. She what is the want. cutest and thing I've ever seen. Adorable. She was and, playing with me last night, and just and she I just, loves. Man. I, mean, I love yeah. that age. I was yeah. trying to do it all night. So fun. Yeah, and um, so she wants a girl, and everything about me is like, man. Yeah. Be a Spartan. We only <laughs> make men here. <laughs> so, so when I uh, when I had Noah, I remember finding out what we were having, and I was in a full sweat. Because I wanted a boy so bad. Yeah. Had a boy. When we had Kane, I was in a full sweat because I wanted a boy. Yeah. Had a boy. With Knox, um, well, with Cora, I remember going out live on stage and announcing I want to have a baby girl because everybody knew I only wanted boys. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I finally was like, finding out with Cora, I remember sweating. Because I wanted a girl so bad. Yeah. yeah. And I got the girl. So you got what you wanted every time. Now with Knox, we did not find out what we were having. Yeah. We did one child where we did not find out. Cool. And that's because we yeah. had both already. Yeah. I knew it was a boy, but. But man, this girl. Mayor guessed all ours right as well. Yeah. This girl, man, my boys, obviously unconditional love. You can't find love like that in the world. But with this girl, it's a different level of connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like. My boys, it's like they're growing up and I'm happy about it. My girl, please don't age another day. Yep. I'm like, I want you to just be four forever. Yeah. yeah. So cute and innocent. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. My son at the age of like four to six, like it's so many memories. Yeah, that's one um, of the cutest. And, um, and they want to be just like you. And you yeah. know what? I cried. And this is a true story. I cried when my son started sleeping in his own room. Yeah. Oh my God, because he was just always in the bed with it's me. tough. And I was like, man, this kid's growing up. And I got emotional, like I lost this, I lost him, I lost him. Yep. And like, like they, they grow, but like in that moment, I can't explain, like you you know, you yep. know what it is to be a parent, and especially mm-hmm. like everything about it, it's like, man, this kid thinks he's nine foot tall in this in this bed, but everything about it is like, you want that, that child to be in that bed Baby. with you. Yep. Yeah. And um do do you guys do you guys do the kids still like sleep in the bed? 
No, but... Um, Kane did until I was pregnant with Cora. I mean, he slept either in our bed or like right beside our bed. Yeah, like a bed beside our bed. Yeah. Um, right now, we have no kids in the bed, which is... I mean, yeah. I spent most of my life yeah. with one of the kids either <laughs> in the bed yeah. or they come in at some point in the night. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and the, lately we have no kids in the bed, which is amazing. It's crazy. And Knox is only a year and a half. Yeah. But he has Figured Cora. he'd be in there till yeah. he was like three, you know. Yeah. Talking about finding out what they were. Mine was the opposite of yours where I wanted a boy so bad, just like you. Yeah. And then the first one came and they were like, girl. And I was like, oh, that's okay. You know, we'll get a boy on the next one. Second one comes, girl. Like I'm in the sonogram room and I'm just so pumped. And Mare knows that all I want is a boy oh, and yeah. girl. And so I'm just like, I'll love her anyway. You know? <laughs> and then uh, then the third one comes around and I was like, I had lost hope. I was it's like, a girl. I'm not going to be excited yeah. anymore. Like I'm just going to be a girl dad, which is great. There are girl dads out there and they love it, obviously. Yeah. And I would, I would love it. But I was like, I'm just going to be a girl dad. And the lady with the sonogram, you know, she's looking around on the belly and she's like, it's a boy. And I was like, what? She's like, it's a boy. I was like, are you sure? And she's like, unless your girl has a penis. <laughs> I was like, woo, yes. How emotional is it when you find out that sex? Oh, it's I was like- so pumped. I, yeah. Yeah, it's I so cried hard, every like, just, time. Yeah, just teary-eyed and just, it's like you're making a human. Baby. It is crazy. You can make a lot of things on this planet, but a human? A lot of people talk about that special. when they see the baby, like I made a human. I didn't really realize it until I had two babies that could talk. When they were old enough to talk and they were talking to each other, I was like, I just created two things that can communicate to each other. Like this, that, that's where like super computers. In. I was like, this conversation never would have happened, but we made it happen. That was weird for me. My two daughters are sitting there just like talking about nothing. You know, they're talking about what they're eating or something. Yeah, but and it's so special. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, those things. Yeah, you'll never forget that kind of stuff. You guys uh, are obviously you've closed the door on having more kids. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're done. You got the snip. Yes, I did. Brittany won't let me do it. Just in case. Why? Mm -hmm. This is her rabbit hole. hole. Got her. She's like, I didn't know we were talking about this. It's not necessarily me. Like, I feel like your family has. um, Higher risk of. Yeah. It makes your chances of having prostate cancer higher. And your uncle died from Uh, that. Many of my family members have died from prostate cancer. So there's a chance that I will as well. And. You don't say it like that. I, no, I'm just saying it. Genetics. You know how to lower your chances? Neutered. And I could do that. Matt is. <laughs> I've neutered a lot of dogs. It's probably similar. For those that don't know, I've Matt neutered is a couple. Actually, I've neutered a couple dudes. You know, your, your you story. Have? Yeah. Just like my buddies, you know, just don't no want to have kids way. anymore. Yeah. In the kitchen. Just whatever. I get the, <laughs> in the kitchen. I get the, in the kitchen right after out, the swinger party. Sharpen them. <laughs> um, your, your whole, like, come up is super inspiring too like i come from the rope factory everybody's heard this a million times but most people know that you're a vet yeah, before you I was were working a on that little cat outside yes you were i saved I its know. life i was like there's a vet down, down down the street and he's like i'm a vet <laughs> oh <laughs> you yeah you did the full you you graduated and then you went eight years yeah to to become a veterinarian well yeah what are you talking about graduate i graduated like high school and then yeah, eight yeah. Years. yeah 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 and then eight years yes that's a lot to do yeah. before the success of YouTube. Yeah. So it yeah, that's why I hung on to being a vet like full time for so long because I was like, I put eight years into this. Like, like YouTube eventually passed up my vet salary, and then I kept being a vet for like 
like a full-time vet for like three time, three years after that. I remember when you were in that stage of being scared to not be a vet. Yeah. And go full-time. I just bought a vet clinic too. Yeah. Like I, I had, I was in debt because I bought this vet clinic and I went to school for eight years, but then YouTube was really looking promising. And I was just like, I can't go spend time on YouTube. I got to make this vet thing work. Yeah. And then I was like, but YouTube is way more fun, way more flexible. I can go, you know, I can work or not work whenever I want. I don't have to be like, oh, I've got appointments all day tomorrow, so I got to go do this. And then also it was just, it started being to neuter more profitable. Things every day. What do you I think? love neutering. I love, I love cutting <laughs> animals though. That, like, that was so I cool. I love cutting animals. Just chopping them. That's, that's your little sound bite right there. <laughs> the cat now has three legs outside. Um, what do you think's happening right now in society with like, there's no doubt guys like us have built an audience over time of these kids growing up now. Yeah. I speak to teachers all the time. They're like, look, these kids want to be YouTubers. Yep. What do you think's happening with the vet world, the mechanics, the I'm, guys, the plumbers, the dentists, doctors. the doctors? I'm worried about that. How many humans now are going to be like, YouTube's more fun. Yeah. What I don't have to go to school for eight years. Yeah. Or Twitch, gaming. And go I'm in gonna, debt, like going to school. I don't have to go get a four-year degree and be in debt. And by the way... There's a possibility I'm gonna make way more money. Yeah, that's a crazy. What do your kids want to do? Noah's interesting. He he's not sure. Yeah, and I always just assumed they would jump into YouTube because they also see the bad side of it too. Like yeah. there are mm -hmm. some negatives. Some There's big negatives. It's a it's a double edged sword. Yeah, it comes with a lot, and and I I do believe the positives outweigh the negatives. Yeah. But a lot like my dad who played and mastered the guitar, he's a shredder. I never touched a guitar. Yeah. So it's a lot like that. They've watched me do YouTube. Maybe they have no interest in it. Yeah. Um, Kane does, but I feel like it's just that age. He's yeah. 10. That yeah. age. He's too young for me to let him do it. Yeah. So maybe by the time he's old enough, he's like, eh. My wife's mom, so my kid's grandma, asked Lincoln when he was like five, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, I want to be a veterinarian, and then I want to quit and be a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is happening all over the world. Yeah. Like all these people that these viewers are looking up to are like, well, I'm going to do that. Yeah. It's inspiring. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and a lot of people have already. A lot of people have. Yeah. Think, think of the YouTuber that started because of you. Yeah. That's now huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like super cool, first of all. But what is happening in the next 20 years with our, our handymen, our, our, the people? There'll still always be those people. There might be less and it'll cost more and there'll be a longer wait time. Mm -hmm. So now you need a plumber. Well, there's only two plumbers in I'm, this town. I'm worried about the people who go all into YouTube because I, in, I went into YouTube with a vet as my fallback the whole yes. time. Like that was my main thing. YouTube was my side gig for a long time. So I think in my opinion, like if my kids want to be YouTubers, I want them to have a real job first mm. because I'm worried about the people who go all into YouTube and have no fallback. And then they're, they're 27 years old and they give up on YouTube because they, you know, they only get a thousand views or something. Yeah. And then like, you know, what if that's my kid and he's 27 and didn't go get a degree, hasn't practiced a trade for the last 10 years, like all of his yeah. friends did. Like then what happens? So I, I don't know. I, I would, I'm a big proponent of having something else going on and you can start YouTube on the side until it starts making money. Yeah. I had zero fallback. Really? Well, you went all in. You're I, one always, of those. You had so the factory. I always had the family business yeah. that I could work at. Yeah. But when you're... But I think that's enough. That's, when you, you have, have something. You don't just stop and you're like, well, I guess I got to go find a job. I don't know what I'm well, going to do. When but. you have any success online, the, the financial side is so much bigger 
than your hourly wages. Yeah. That going back to something like that really felt like there was no going back. I was Failure. also almost 30. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like. Yeah, by, by 30, you feel like you need to have stuff figured out. You start out. panicking, yeah. dude. You need, to, you I, need to be I, successful at whatever you're doing by 30. I didn't have any success until I went into panic mode. Yeah. When you start panicking about your life, am I going to work in this factory forever or am I going to create something for myself? But was the panic like more of a drive to just to keep pushing? Absolutely. You know, but dude, you this, know, because some people panic and like they just shut down. Bro, I used to tear up yeah, in that rope factory, yeah. that panic um, that this is my yeah. life, that I'm going to be at my dad's factory forever. Yeah. I hated school, no college. I didn't want anything to do with education. I wanted to make these videos. Uh -huh. But man, how the heck do you make money at it? Yeah. And now it's like the new Hollywood, right? I think 20 years ago, millions of people ran to Hollywood to become yeah. Tom Cruise. Yep. How many of those failed? Yep. There's handfuls of success right. out of the millions that try. And that YouTube is like that new Hollywood. Yeah. All these kids are running to be the YouTuber. How many are going to crash and burn and not have that vet ranch or not have that mm -hmm. fallback? Yep. Uh, so it's, it's just wild to think about. Like, I feel insanely blessed. Luckily, the cost of entry in, in YouTube is a lot less than moving your life to Hollywood to try to make it as an actor. Yeah. You can just do it for free on the side with very minimal expenses until you figure out if you have an act for it or if you like it, yeah. which is cool. So I got something interesting because I'm going to jump at this. Roman's dad says something interesting that it was becoming a, a, a visual problem and a mental problem from him because Roman was coming to work and bringing his work of creating YouTube at the at the job. Yeah. So when you was working, I'm assuming you're bringing that. How rewarding the feeling was because he talks about when I when he got like his first check. Yeah. Tell me that experience. Like, how, how? What was your first check like to you? And was like, that, My, mine's a weird. You... Mine's a weird story because I was kind of doing YouTube for fun. I wasn't trying to make it work. Like, it sounds mm -hmm. like you got into it. And you were like trying to make it work. I was doing it for fun, and I randomly had a video go viral, and so I was making four dollars a month. Like, I just turned on ads because I was like, ah, oh, it's a little extra money, whatever. Like, I was making nothing. And then I put the video, we had a little, my, my brother had found a baby deer and he had taken it home and like nursed it back to health and they raised this little baby deer. And so it's still like a young deer now, it's like been a month or something. And it was playing in the front yard with my black, my family's black lab. I was in college already. So it's playing with this black lab and they have a little soccer ball and they're like, the lab is keep playing, keep it with the ball That's with awesome. the deer. And it's just super cute. My, right. my sister filmed it. And then uh, they showed me this video. And I was like, that's awesome. Can I put it on my YouTube video or my YouTube channel? Because I get like, you know, 20. a couple bucks a month or something. And I, we can make some money off of it. And it went super viral. It went on the Ellen show. It went on Anderson Cooper. It went wow. all around Japan. It made $3,000 in like a week or something. And that's what opened up my mind to like, oh, you mm. can make real money on mm. YouTube. And so then for like two years after that, I tried to make another viral animal video and made nothing. Like I just <laughs> yeah. chased, I was like filming everything that animals did and then putting it on there and no one watched it. I couldn't figure it out. And finally I was like, ah, I'm giving up. I'm just going to make gun videos because that's what I like to do. And, yeah, and you've obviously. And that worked out. Honestly it was crushed. when I finally stopped trying to chase what was popular and just did what I liked. Yeah. That people were like, oh, that one looks real. Like that looks legit. I heard an amazing quote a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that fell right into the hands of this podcast. Uh, I think Brad Leah said it. 
um, hope I'm saying his name right. He said the problem with influencers is that they're always chasing the content yeah. instead of being the content. Yeah. And that hit me so hard. Yeah, I can see that. Because a lot of days I don't want to just sit and talk to a camera, but I am the content. That's, that's exactly what I did. I was filming. I would, I would like find a hawk outside and I would just film the hawk hoping he did something funny. Yeah. Or cute or whatever. And then when I finally started just making videos about me doing what I liked. Yeah. That took off. So when I started the podcast, my, my big mental state was not chasing the content. Yeah. I'm not, even though we have a monster truck coming here today yeah. for content, the podcast is real. Yeah. And, and we're here hanging out and chatting. And that's, the podcast is all about us being the content. Yeah. That makes um, sense. I don't need the flashy lights and the explosions. Um, so I love that quote. Mm -hmm. And it hit me so hard because I am terrible about it. I am a content chaser. If there's something cool happening and I can better the vlog, I think betters the vlog, I chase it. Instead of like, you know what? They probably subscribe to hear me and Brittany's, yeah. you know, what we're doing and what we're, it's a hard reality. Yeah. yeah. As a creator, it's hard to mentally get into that mindset of like, you know, we don't have to chase this. Mm -hmm. If they if they're gonna fall in love with you, it's because of you. Yeah. Well, I think that's what you did so good on the vlog for so long, was you were you were chasing content, I guess, but you were you were creating it by bringing it all to you, making your backyard like a freaking Disneyland. You know, mm -hmm. like and just there's always something happening. It's like you guys cutting a hole in the ice and making it spin around. I'm sure it was a ton of work, but like oh my gosh. it was really interesting that was to, a cool to watch. Like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff is cool. And like normal people wouldn't want to spend, how long did that take you to cut that ice like that? I don't know, a couple hours. Yeah. Normal people wouldn't want to go out there with a chainsaw and just yeah. cut forever. And, and then you only do that for the vlog. Yeah. Like, like, you don't cut yeah, that Yeah, You're hole. like, I'm cold. I'm going back inside. Here's what yeah. I did. Here's how I mastered our channel. I got people to the channel with that. Yep. Right. I had them fall in love with my family. Right. So it was like one very exciting part of the vlog. Yep. And then family. So you get them there with the cool content. Yep. But they stay because of your family. Yeah. They're not necessarily coming to watch you crush a car with a monster truck. Not all day. Yeah. Not I'm the watch whole you video. Take your socks off. There needs to be <laughs> there needs oh, to be relatability. Okay. <laughs> there needs to be relatability. Because it's not very easy to relate to somebody that sure. can do cool stuff every day. Yeah. That's yeah. hard to relate to. That's not even reality. Yeah. But what you can relate to is a family, a guy going to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. uh, that's real. The vlogs yeah. you hated to upload. The vlogs I hated. Yeah. Um, so you're like, why would, anyone, why would anyone watch us be normal? They're watching. But, but they feel like they want to be there. Because be you are the content. Yeah. yeah. That's a hard reality for um, newcomers, vloggers. Always remember that. You are the content. I'm Matt, a, you're I'm the reason. videos of me just tying my shoes and stuff. There's so <laughs> many people Super that- Super relatable. So many gun channels. Yeah. But you are the content. You're the reason they're going to yours. Because I'm handsome? You're just stud muffin, dude. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking too. Stud muffin. Like, that guy's handsome. I think I'm gonna watch him shoot guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch him shoot guns. So you were a vet for how many years? Uh, I graduated in 2012 and I probably worked full time for five years. And then I just started slowly taking time away from YouTube or from vet. Like, so like I had a half day off a week. Like I worked, I worked a half day on the weekends. And so I took a half day off during the week. And then like, and I was doing, doing all my YouTube on that Thursday afternoon. I was only filming and editing and all that stuff on Thursday afternoons. And then I was like, man, YouTube's showing some promise. 
I think I'm going to take all Thursday off. So now I'm only working. And I was I was probably putting in 50-plus hours at the vet clinic a wow. week. Like I was working, like, super full-time because I just bought it. I wanted it to work, and I was, like, I owned it. I was just, like, I was the guy. Yeah. And so then I was, like, well, like, maybe I'll just pull back a little bit. So I pulled back a half day, and so I was still full-time at the vet clinic. But now I had a whole day where my wife would think I was working. So I was like, I'm working. I know this doesn't seem like work, but it is work. And I would just film videos all day. What you do with that dumb camera? And then like, you know, I don't know, five months later, I'm like, man, if I had two days, I could get a lot mm. more done on YouTube. And so I just started like pulling back slowly over a couple of years. Baby steps. Yeah. And, and, and kind of testing the waters. Like, is this going to work? Is it, if I, if I put more time toward YouTube, you know, if I have two days, can I grow faster on mm -hmm. YouTube? Can I make can I make the money up that I'm losing from not seeing clients all day on Wednesday now? And like I did it slowly and found out that yeah, I can, like I can make this work. And then I was like, man, if I hire a vet to work at the vet clinic for me, <laughs> I, have more I could take off three days a week. And so I hired a vet and she came and started working and seeing those clients that I couldn't see anymore. And now I have three days to go film. I can make two videos a week wow, now and that kind nice. of thing. And so I just started slowly transitioning. Such a great so like story. like five yeah. years of full time and then like three years of transitioning out of it probably. Okay. And what's your favorite vet story? What's your favorite right. thing that so happened? So y'all already know it. It's, 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 my, it's my favorite story. I so. love this story. I already know what you're going to say. Country's yeah. so, going to die. Talk to me. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> country. This, this look at for, me. Look at guys. me in my eyes. Country. Explain you it to me. You like chihuahuas? Do I like chihuahuas? Yeah. So every Chihuahua in New York City is like three to four pit bulls. They're they're nasty. Right? They're nasty. <laughs> this is a Chihuahua story. All right. So so I'm actually this. <laughs> I went and when I first graduated vet school, uh, I didn't have money to buy a vet clinic. I moved to West Tex Texas and took a job working at a vet clinic for these two great guys out in West Texas. Um, they're Midland Midland Texas, and uh, I'd probably been a vet for a week or something. And I'm walking past, uh, my receptionist is on the phone and she's like, um, let me let you talk to a doctor. So she hands me the phone and I, when you've been a vet for a week, like you're just super not confident. Like you're just nervous. You're going to kill everything. Uh, so I get on the phone. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Yeah. Like you, like, you don't out know. Out the gate, you'd be like, Ugh. Yeah. It's like, what medicine do you give? Ooh, pro probably this. Like once you do it, once you've done it for six months, you know what medicines to give for everything almost. Like, you know, 99% of the stuff in six months, but one week I knew nothing. And so I get on the phone with this lady. I'm nervous already. And she's like, uh, my chihuahua had babies um, and they're premature and I don't know what to do. I was like, all right, what's your question? Like, I don't, I don't know either. And she, she was like, well, like they're like super premature. Like they don't even have hair. And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, they're still alive. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, they're probably going to die, ma'am. I was oh. like, if they're that premature, like there's really nothing to do. And she's like, well, you know, they're still alive now. So what should I do? And I was like, I guess put them on the mom and see if they'll start nursing. And she was like, well, the mom ran away. And I'm like, the mom ran away? I'm like, well, ma'am, they're probably going to die then. Like, they're premature and they don't have a mom. Like, they're not going to make it. And she was like, well, can I bring them to you? And I was like, no, there's nothing we can do for them. Like, they're, like you just try to find the mom, I guess. And she's like, the mom's gone. And I was like, well, go buy some like puppy milk replacer and a little bottle and try to try to nurse them. And she was like, their mouths are so tiny. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feed them. And I was like, sorry. And she's like, I was like, I can give you like a syringe with a little, a little like pipette thing. You can squirt some milk. She's like, can I just bring them to you? And I was like, man, there's nothing we can do. She's like, can I just bring them up there? And I was like, you'll have to pay an exam fee. And she's like, it's fine. And I was like, okay. So 10 minutes later, this lady shows up and they put her in a room and I walk into this room and she's got this little towel. Like I can't see the puppies yet. She's got this little towel. <laughs> 
And she opens up the towel and I look at them and they are, they are like two inches long, no hair. They're the tiniest little things I've ever seen. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, how are those alive? No eyes open. Just look, they're just gross little puppies. And I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, like how, how, like how long these things been alive? And she's like, I don't know, like probably 45 minutes or something. I was like, how can they even breathe? Like when they're that premature, they shouldn't be able to breathe. And I was like, this is weird. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, ma'am, let me go show these to the old doctor. So I walk out. I'm like, hey, doc. I'm like, um, I'm like, I got something weird. I said, what do these look like to you? And he goes, those are effing rats. <laughs> and I was like, I knew it. I was like, right. These are, I was like, these are not puppies, right? Baby rats. And he was like, no, those are, those are, those are effing rats. He said the word. And, <laughs> and he was, I was like, oh. so I walk in, I'm like, ma'am. I was like, are you sure these are chihuahuas? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, did you watch these come out of a chihuahua? And she was like, no, I found them in my house. And I was like, man, these are rats. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, here you go. And she's like, I don't want them. <laughs> but what's funny to think about is if she would have tried to nurse those baby rats, those weren't premature rats. Those were full-term rats. So like they just don't have hair when they're yeah. born. And so if she would have got puppy milk replacer and started <laughs> feeding them, oh. they would have drank the milk and turned into rats. And she would have noticed like a weekend like, these chihuahuas look pretty weird. <laughs> she would have posted yeah. them up for sale. I was just like, God, if she would have sat there and fed those little rats, they would have grown and her friends would have been like, oh, they're chihuahuas. Oh my gosh. So, they'd be like, Betsy, those are those are rats. <laughs> Interesting chihuahua. She would have been petting them, naming them, putting them on Craigslist. Chihuahuas for sale. <laughs> chihuahuas. God, I love that story. You know, it's still funny. I, I've heard that story. Yeah. It's still funny. I've yeah. told that story a hundred times. That's actually, I was a vet for a week and that's my best story I ever got. Have you checked <laughs> on those pups? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. running around the city. God, that, yeah, that was, that was so good. I, th- I thought when, since I'd been a vet for a week, I was like, man, this is going to happen every week. Like I'm going to have insane stories like that, but that was my best one I ever got. That's a good one. I have a lot of them, mm. but that, that's the yeah. funniest one that I was, I was like, ma'am. These are not Chihuahua puppies. But like she came in so confident they were Chihuahuas that I just believed her. And then it just broke my brain because I hadn't been a vet for that long. I wasn't confident. And I was just like, I really feel like these are rats, but I don't want to tell this lady her baby Chihuahuas are not Chihuahuas. And it's a tough. I went and asked the old vet and he was so confident. He's like, nope, those are not Chihuahuas. (laughs) I've seen that before. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I love it. I I think um, anybody discouraged listening, watching, that they're in a job, they're in a place they don't like. You just never know where you're going to end up. Yeah. You yeah. really don't. You know, I could have I easily uh, thought that I was in that factory for life. I was coming up on 30, and I had an amazing, successful career coming that I just didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you would have been a great vet forever. Right, and I think you would have made the rope factory for you work. It would have it been a good career. You could have made a, made a good career there. Just like I think I could have been a great vet forever, like a full-time vet forever, and I would have been happy there. The biggest issue with that is that I would have always been working. Yeah. I would have worked for the rest of my life. Yeah. And when you find that thing that you love, it's like the most cliche thing ever, but, it's, but it just it's takes real. work out of your life. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, you're doing something you love, you enjoy, and you're growing yeah. for you and your family and your friends and those around you. That's that's the place to get. And I just say, don't get discouraged. Yeah. You really don't know where you're going to end up. Yeah. We don't know where we're going to end up from here. Mm-hmm. You know? People always ask me, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Like, what do, where do you think you'll be in 10 years? I'm like, I can't see past 
Ask the man upstairs. I have but, no idea. Yeah, <laughs> really, really past on a, six months, but two years from now, I have no idea what I'll be yeah. doing. Anything past that, I don't know. But like six months, I have a pretty good idea what I'll be doing for six months, and that's it. Yeah. That's as far as mm-hmm. I can plan out. I don't know if that's sure. just me, but I can't. I, I have no idea where I'll be in two years because two years ago, I had no idea where I, I'd be where I am today. And two years before that, I had no idea I'd be there. You yeah, know, based like, on our history. Yeah, you just don't know. Stuff has changed. It changes so, so fast. fast. Yeah. So fast. And you have managed to create the most successful gun channel on YouTube, in my opinion. There's no bigger gun channel. Um, and you've managed to keep this channel booming. Yeah, it's still going Literally. Good. Booming. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I put, if I fire a gun mm-hmm. in my video, it is instantly flagged. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Uh, I would say... Are you grandfathered in? No. Like, <laughs> that'd be nice. Like, 80% of them are flagged now. But it goes in waves. Like, it just kind of depends on who's in YouTube in charge, I think. Because, like, sometimes it's like 90% of my videos are flagged and demonetized. Like, it has been. Like, whatever. I think it was like the adpocalypse. When that happened, yeah. it came down hard on gun videos, too. Yes. And so, like, my ad revenue got cut in half overnight and then they started getting flagged as well so it was like going down um but yeah i remember like back in old youtube where like as long as it wasn't like terrible content as long as it wasn't like the worst content ever it was monetized that was so nice because it's like i'm still in my opinion making a family-friendly video like we don't the say safest bad version of yeah like we're just out there at the range shooting responsibly in a fun way yeah um but yeah still can get demonetized here's but- what's cool about your channel though if I shoot a gun in my video, the flag is not the problem. The demonetization, whatever. Yeah. It it shuts my views That's off. That's what stinks so bad. But you're bad. still pulling huge views. I always wonder how the views would be if I didn't have guns in it. Like if my channel was just strictly a car channel that was getting, that had, you know, 10 million subs. Yeah. How many views would we be getting if we weren't being like restricted? Yeah. But is what it is. Big. Yeah. But also I think guns are kind of edgy. And so there's more people who are going to watch it because... Not a lot of people can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people can go out and fire a fifty cal. It is so not they, easy, they especially go around it. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. You have got a worldwide true. audience that can experience the closest thing to yeah. this Barrett. Yeah, all those Europeans technical. who speak English and want to watch our videos because we're doing something that yeah. normal people cannot do in Europe. You know. So I avoid for the last thirteen years on YouTube. I've avoided politics mm-hmm. and I've avoided religion. Yep. My viewers know that I'm religious, but I don't get into it. Sure. I don't get into my my deep thoughts. The last episode, my father went deep. Really? Yeah. And it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was eye-opening. Your dad goes deep, though, on, like, nothing. <laughs> like, my, he's the same as my dad. Like, yeah. you, you can be like, Very similar. nice day today. And he's like, this reminds me. And he just tells, like, some deep story. And you're like, oh, I just thought those clouds looked pretty. But... Yeah, so I like that about your dad. I have, those are two topics that I have not yet just openly talked about. Sure. You know, and and maybe one day I will, but I try to avoid that conversation. Um, But what a time to be a gun owner in the U.S. And uh, we're we're gun owners, we're half gun collectors. You definitely have an amazing collection, Um, but every one of us, own a gun here. Yep. And it's part of how we were raised. It's part yep. of how we were brought up. And uh, the big question, and maybe this is for the audience, 
our country is very divided right now. Mm-hmm. They are? Without, it's been divided with, for a long time. Without now. getting too political. It's been divided our whole life. It's a very obvious division and the gun thing. Yep. Very divided. Mm-hmm. There's Nobody's ever right or wrong. Yeah. It's a very middle battle between everybody's either right or wrong. Both sides are right. Both yeah. sides are wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the big topic And they both right think now, the other side is crazy. Yeah. Like if you're on one side, like if you're, you know- there's that no person middle. on this side. Yeah, you're not like, oh, I can see. Like, everybody's like, those guys are crazy. And these guys are like, those guys are crazy. Like, it is. It's, it's tough. I don't know how it will ever be figured out either. Yeah. Like, and No one will ever agree. Uh, nope. No. You, you can't agree. It's a sad time, I think. Yeah. It's a very sad time. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we should, like, we're, we're sharing this planet. We should be united. Do you remember, do you remember after 9-11? Oh, yeah. Every car had an American flag. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. waving to each other. Yep. The country loved Doors were held open again. Humans loved humans. It didn't matter what side you were on. It didn't matter your thoughts. It was like, man, I'm going to help this person today. And then we've fallen into this division. And the gun thing, obviously, right now is very sensitive. And the whole battle on if guns should be banned. We all have our own thoughts. Um, But maybe today I'd like to throw that to the viewer on those thoughts. Should guns be banned and why? Because I just... Or maybe not, like, I would be interested in thoughts that, like, it doesn't have to be black or white also. Like, is there a middle ground? And if so, how the heck do you get to that? Like, I'm curious whatever his right. thoughts would be on that. Like, if, if you don't think, you know, if you think they should have them or they should not have them, or are you somewhere in the middle? Because you don't hear about those people in the middle I've ever. not met a lot of middles. <laughs> no. I've not met a lot of middles. But I think personally to me, like personally, I feel like it's not necessarily, everyone's going to make it a gun problem, but it's actually a mental health problem that we've been dealing with for a long time. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, think, that's something no one wants to talk I think, about. I think the reason that the people don't like saying, like the people who want no guns don't like saying it's a mental health problem is because there's no way to fix that. Like mm-hmm. there's no way to find all those people who are going to have a mental health problem. There's no way to 100% do that. There's a mm-hmm. lot of ways to help. Yeah. But there's no way to 100% stop mental health issues, yeah. which is hard. And so no one wants to focus on that because I think it's impossible. It's which, a tough one. Yeah. It's a it's tough, tough one. It's tough. Very tough. I don't feel that I'm even educated enough to jump into a topic like that. Yeah. Like I'd really need to – I'm not even sure I have my own thoughts aligned to have that deep of a conversation, mm-hmm. to be that accurate sure. in what I would want to say. Yeah. It's very um, – and you, you don't know. want to offend anybody. You really like truly. My don't company want to offend smile anyone. more. You know, I try to. I try to lift people. That's really what I. All want people, to do. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. people, yeah. right, left, yep. whether side you're on. I, I like people. Yeah. I do like people. And even if we feel a certain way, we don't think you should feel the same way. I think that's the biggest thing. That is a big one. Yeah. That's 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 a part of the division that's that could easily. Be easier solved. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you think different. Well, I think that's why yeah. you don't like talking about politics or religion because you don't look at someone who has different political views or different religious views and think you need to change them or think you know negatively about them. Mm-hmm. But you are worried that if you you know talk about yours, that people will feel like you think negatively about them or they will feel negatively about you, and it's just easier. I mean, you're not. I know you personally without the cameras on, and I know how you are, and you're not going around trying to convince me to do this or that because that's the way you feel right Mm -hmm. like you're happy with me the way i am i'm happy with you the way you are and you know 
I'm not happy with country, but you know, it is well, what it is. I can't change him. I think <laughs> at the end of the day, we could, we're... we could work this out in McDonald's. Let's get this boy some. <laughs> let's do it. Some doubles, dude. I think at the end of the day, we're all brothers and sisters, and we all need to love each other like we are. More love. More yeah. love. Bring the hippie Absolutely. days back. Bro. Let's go. That brought unity. <laughs> the LSD. That brought unity here. It's all just trip and fall in love, dude. Get limos. Yeah. Um, well, I want to say I love your T-shirt. Right. I really. It's a fantastic shirt. Pretty good. It yeah. is a fantastic. I don't I, know how we came out the gate with such a great shirt. Here's the story on that shirt. I hit Matt up with the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I woke up the next morning with that exact shirt in my email. Like, do you approve this? I'm like, yeah, what all did you say? Because this was, Roman kicked this idea to our graphic designers at Bunker. Yeah. And, and what did you tell him? I mean, because. I was like, I have never had a classic smiley face. Yeah. Right? How? With a company named Smilemore. That is true. So I was like, let's do a classic smiley with the Bunker demo army helmet. Yeah. Like the Vietnam style. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I said. Yep. He created the greatest shirt. I yeah. love it. I mean, Cora was wearing it this morning. She wears it. She looked great. Her and great Kane in both it. have mm-hmm. not taken it off. Yeah, Kane much. wears it to school, and all the kids at school want them. Yeah. And I'm like, we don't have youth tees. Yeah, yeah. That's something we need to work on. We do need to. Yeah, yeah. There's especially still some, in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's still some kids out there, but also they don't even know who we are. They just like <laughs> the shirt, and that's yeah. that's a big that's part cool. of my brand. Yeah, is Grandma can like it. Yep, kids can like it. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you know Roman Atwood. You'll go, that's a cool shirt. Doesn't matter if you want guns banned or not. It's a cool Mm -hmm. shirt. It's a a happy shirt. Yep. Well, we we were just recently all together at um, Indianapolis. And um, I have to say, I have never visited you in, in Texas and the family. And I come in with Roman and Brittany to come visit you because you're getting him involved mm-hmm. in some of the cool things you're doing. And I look to the left and it's thousands. Dude, there's so many people. Of fans. Yeah. Not only going nuts for you, everyone has your merch on. Oh yeah. And we got then, some support then, out there. Appreciate, appreciate all that. Then I was trying to wrap my head around it because Roman and Brittany was like, no one knows we're coming. Yeah. Then I see everyone has smile more. And everybody starts chanting. And chanting. Did, that was did, wild. And did anybody know like the collaboration came together? And like, did you guys announce it at the time? Yeah, Cletus had said Roman was coming, but that oh. was it. I think that was like Cletus had only put a day he had, before. Yeah, he had put him on the driver's list. That was it. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very. It was minimal. We never said a word. Yeah. Mm-mm. Which after going. I was like, I can't wait to hype this up next time. Yeah, if you actually pushed it and yeah. everybody pushed it, like. Yeah, so expect us at the next one in uh, Bristol. Bristol, Bristol Tennessee. I already Let's bought my it. burnout car, baby. Oh, oh my God. The old corn cob. <laughs> you haven't showed it at all yet, right? I have not. Sh- I'm, I'm super terrible lately at showing things. Yeah. I have so much cool stuff that I don't share anymore. Yeah. And I can't, I think it's like, I just can't wait to show it. Yeah. I think, I think uh, it's the dumbest thing. You, are going to help you bring dumb, that back. Imagine the dumbest car you've ever seen. It's close to that. I mean, my car was probably the dumbest you've ever seen until you see Romans. <laughs> Which one's dumber? 
Yours is cool, dude. Yeah, no, yours is cool. Yours, yours will be cool. Your motor made it cool. Yes, once you yeah. put, once you yeah, put that motor. Yeah, take the hood motor, off and put a motor in it. We're going to. Yeah, yeah you better. put a bananas motor in there. Bananas. Ooh. Bananas. I mean, like, I it's, like bananas. It's so, it's so bananas. Put oh. a banana in that corn cob. <laughs> I thought yeah, you dude. meant the brand was banana. <laughs> that would be a really bad engine banana company corn. name. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's so what I was like, mm, banana, banana motor. Yeah, get you a banana, a V8 banana motor. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Working on it. Supercharged banana. Working on it. Um, I can't wait till you show that car. Y'all are going to love it. I think the first time is just that Cletus. Yeah. Just have it there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I love, I love the, everyone thought you was a UFC fighter because you had championship belt, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won the burnout competition, so they gave me a big, a big one of those big belts. He wore it everywhere. Then he wore it to Applebee's. Yeah. Oh, the I, I, they didn't just think I was a UFC fighter because I had it on. I told them I was. <laughs> I said I was the heavyweight champ. And Here's these ladies funny. are like, okay. Uh, I, I filmed the waitress putting on that belt, right? When we walked yeah. in. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, she's like, you have to send me that video. And like, I know better. Yeah. I don't, I don't purposely give anybody my number. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm going to send this. Yeah, I was surprised you gave it. Right. Country's like, like, why would you do country's that? Country's like, no, no, send it to me. I'll send it to her. I'm like, I it's mean, fine. She's just a lady from yeah, Applebee's. 50-year-old yeah, lady. She seemed nice. <laughs> the next morning, I wake up to a text. Oh, no. About a missing dog report from her. What? With a link. With a link. What you mean? She's, she's like, I promise this stuff. isn't spam. I just, I don't know how to get this out there. Oh my gosh, yeah, she's serious? Yeah, she's hitting me up about trying to find this missing dog. <laughs> she just had chihuahua puppies. Yeah. <laughs> just tell her, man, those are rats. <laughs> so yeah, man. That's funny. Great times, looking forward to so much more. Heck yeah. We have so much on the horizon. Yeah, a lot fun, of stuff coming up that they don't know about yet. Fun business and family. Mm -hmm. It's like the greatest circle. Um, so I think that's the podcast. Let's wrap it up, unless you guys want to add anything. Uh, you in for buying a ghost town with me? I, I'm definitely no, in. I need a yes or no for doing anything with you. So yes, I'm 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 in. Is that a yes? That's a yes. All right, <laughs> we got him, folks. We got we wrap this up now. I got Roman Atwood on board. Heck yeah, Matt. Thanks for being here, dude. Thanks for having we me. We have a fun day planned. We'll be out in the vlogs, both channels. Um, we are also on Spotify. You can listen on Apple, everywhere you listen to podcasts, and we are climbing the charts as we're recording this. We are 25 worldwide. My mind's blown. And we are number that. eight in comedy as this is going live probably number one we are probably number one podcast in the tickling world. joe rogan's feet right now <laughs> mm. three episodes in i bet he has nasty feet i uh he's probably got the whole package <laughs> the whole package baby thank you guys so much for watching and listening we, we love, love you guys you're beautiful you're one of a kind smile more it used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed and that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets it's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this... Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Yeah.